Imagine this. You're on a boat, traveling through beautiful, pristine blue waters, and then you spot a seal. A beautiful gray seal with puppy eyes. Now the seal seems stationary in a spot. It's not really going anywhere. You notice this for a bit, so you get curious and get closer to check the seal out. As you get closer, you notice that it really is stuck to that one spot. And it is stuck because of some fishing nets and ropes that it somehow got entangled in. There is a particularly painful looking bunch of ropes and nets dug around its neck, almost giving it the look of having a dent in that part of the neck because the nets and ropes have dug in quite a bit. And the more the seal tries to get away, the more entangled it gets, and the more the ropes dig in. This gorgeous silver grey seal with the puppy eyes looks truly stuck and in pain. Sounds sad, doesn't it? This is not some imaginary event, however. Sadly, this was a real event. The seal and the painful situation it was in was very, very real. Unfortunately, things like that are becoming more and more common because of a phenomenon we have a big hand in. Want to know what that phenomenon is? It is pollution. That seal would not be in such a painful position if not for man-made pollution. And thankfully, you and I can do something about it. We can do something to save the lives of seals like that, as well as many other living creatures, including our own future generation, by doing our part in reducing pollution. Doing our part about reducing pollution is not just the good thing to do, it is the right thing to do. Cutting pollution down is more important than you might realize. The longer pollution continues, the more damage it does to the world. But the world and nature are not the only ones that suffer, and they most certainly do not suffer in isolation. What happens to the environment affects each and every one of us. In that sense, the more polluted the environment is, the more it affects us all negatively. Pollution doesn't just negatively affect animals, it affects us too. You don't have to look far, by the way, to see the truth of this matter. Just think about the last time you were behind a truck that was spewing black fumes. Wasn't pleasant, was it? It smelled and felt terrible, didn't it? I know for me, it is absolutely terrible experience, as I always end up with headaches. Or how about when you come across a polluted river that stinks? It doesn't just look terrible, it smells terrible too. If you have ever come across one of those, you know that the stench can be gut-wrenching, and that pollution doesn't just affect the river, it affects the whole ecosystem the ecosystem that we, humans, are very much a part of. That's the thing about pollution. It does not just affect things in isolation, the impact is widespread. Think of the world in terms of the six degrees of separation theory, because everything really is connected. When there is pollution in the rivers, 
it affects the food we eat, both directly and indirectly. And it most certainly affects the water we drink, which in turn affects our health and well-being, and not in a good way. Doing our part to cut down pollution is not just the good thing to do, it is the essential thing to do. The air we breathe, when that is polluted, we feel the burn both in the short term and in the long term. You will feel the effects of air pollution especially badly if you suffer from any sort of breathing condition, like asthma. But whether you feel the effects or not, they are there. The negative impact of pollution is as real as the air we breathe. Just because you don't see it does not mean it does not exist. And it most certainly does not mean that it is not playing a crucial role in our lives. Pollution affects us, even when the effects are not really obvious or apparent. There is always an effect, and unfortunately, it is a very negative effect. The longer pollution goes on, the more negatively it affects us and the whole world. When you look at the seas today, for instance, you might very well think of them as beautiful, majestic, preserved parts of the world. Unfortunately, they are not as preserved or pristine as you might think they are. When you get in there and see the amount of rubbish that's just floating around in our seas and oceans, the mirage of beauty and majesty shatters. Rubbish like that is just not an eyesore, however. It is also dangerous. Like it was for the seal that was choking on trash. Or is for the thousands of creatures that die every day as a direct result of ingesting trash. I watched a documentary not long ago about how lots of birds near our seas and oceans are dying because of the rubbish that ends up in the waters. To illustrate the impact, one researcher in the documentary cut open one of the dead seabirds' intestines and it was completely, completely full of trash, mainly plastic, completely full. It was so full that the bird could not eat anymore. It could not ingest any of that rubbish and died of hunger and internal poisoning from the toxic chemicals that trash released. It literally starved to death, despite having a full stomach. How ironic. That clearly was not a pleasant death. I would not wish a death like that on anyone. And I'm sure you would not either. Death like that is not just gruesome, it is also avoidable. That's the important thing to remember. It is not just gruesome, it is also avoidable. We hold the guards in our hands to do something about such events by doing our part in reducing pollution. Each and every one of us can play a role and must because the longer pollution continues unchecked, the more the negative effects snowball. If we don't do anything, beaches lined by bodies of dead dolphins and whales and other animals with stomachs full of plastic might become the norm. That might be the normal thing to see whenever you switch on a TV or watch the news. That's not a nice future, and to prevent a future like that, we need to do our part. Doing our part to reduce pollution is not just a good thing to do, it is the responsible thing to do. Commercial fishing 
as I've been learning recently, is one of the biggest sources of pollution. But that's not where it ends, as it also has a terrible impact on the state of the life in our oceans. Here's a really tragic part. The very thing people are doing to save animals, like eating fish certified by the organizations that promote eating dolphin safe tuna, usually encourages their harm and destruction, be it intentionally or unintentionally. How tragic and ironic is that? It's not really people's fault though. We buy those products believing them to live up to their promise. But unfortunately, those promises are usually not upheld. Very much like what most politicians do. It's very ironic. Those organizations either have little genuine interest in enforcing their checks or don't have sufficient resources to check and enforce their principles. The end result, unfortunately, is the same. In the case of dolphin safe tuna, for instance, thousands of dolphins are killed even by participants in the dolphin safe program. So even though people buy the dolphin safe cans of tuna to reduce harm to dolphins, the unscrupulous people at the source of the chain rarely ever stick to the rules strictly. And that is why even sustainable fishing kills thousands of dolphins as a result of bycatch. Google that word, by the way, bycatch, and you will find out exactly what I'm talking about. Even for the best meaning organizations and regulatory bodies, it is a challenge. After all, it's not easy to enforce rules in the middle of the ocean. It's nice, in theory, to tell fishing vessels not to harm any dolphins and whales and turtles while fishing. But with mass industrial fishing practices which scoop up, like literally scoop up fishes by the thousands, it's practically impossible not to have collateral damage. Practically impossible. The only genuine way you can prevent bycatch is to catch the fishes you want individually, like how anglers do. Alternatively, cutting down our fish consumption is a good option since less demand for fish will mean less fishing and less collateral damage in the form of thousands of animals dying from being bycatch. Most of the food levels that claim to promote ethical and sustainable practices are either misleading or completely fraudulent. It's a massive charade. Those organizations behind the labels rarely ever truly live up to their promises, be it inadvertently as a result of not having enough resources and so on, or deliberately in order to make money by playing on our emotions. All these labels really do is make us feel good. That's really all they do. But in terms of actually protecting the wildlife they are meant to protect, they have very little positive impact, often quite the opposite. The good news is, there is still a lot we can do about saving lives and improving the world. There is a lot you yourself can do about it. It doesn't take one to be incredibly wealthy or connected to have a positive impact on this unfortunate situation. All it takes is a genuine intention to do good and follow that intention up with action is within our capacity for each and every one of us to do something to improve the current state of pollution 
which in turn will improve the state of the world, save lives, and even improve our own lives. We can each play a role. For instance, huge amounts of crap is left on our beaches, so here is something you can do fairly easily. Next time you visit a beach, think carefully about what you're taking with you and don't leave any garbage behind. Just don't leave anything behind. Reducing pollution is not rocket science. Most of the solutions are brain-dead simple and is often really all about cutting down on the things we throw out. It doesn't stop there, of course, as trash is not the only source of pollution, but it is a damn good place to start. The more conscious and aware we are of our own role in this chain of pollution that is negatively impacting our environment and the world at large, the more we can do to reverse the effects. Awareness is always an important part of the process. One of the most crucial parts, in fact. So it will be a great place to start for you to become aware of the role you play. Start by observing what you do and how your actions might be contributing to pollution. Do you ever dump things on the roadside? Do you ever put recyclable waste in a non-recyclable bin? Do you buy and or use lots of disposable plastic stuff? Things like that do add up as they end up adding to our pollution problem. Even small actions can help. So it is high time to get started on doing what you can to cut down this growing problem of pollution. Oh, and that seal I mentioned earlier? You'll be relieved to know that the story had a happy ending. The people who found the seal were able to cut the ropes around its neck and were able to set it free. It lived and happily swam away. The ending was happy for that seal. But unfortunately, situations like that don't always have a happy ending. Far too often animals end up suffering terribly as a direct result of pollution. Like in the case of the seabird with a belly full of man-made trash. I've seen both birds and animals in gruesome and terrible situations. Situations that often ended with death as a result of the stuff we throw out. We have it within our power to do something about this. We can, each and every one of us, do something to make this situation better. This is not something we can just hear and read, feel sad about and then forget. It is something that is having a very real impact on our own lives, like how microplastics and animals are getting inside of us. So it is time to do something. And it is essential to do something because the alternative is not a good one. Doing something about this issue is not complicated though. And you do not have to spend days and weeks cleaning up beaches to have a positive impact. You don't have to do that. That's not the only way. Even if you do something very simple, like cut down on your own use of disposable things and reuse and recycle what you throw away, it can have a positive impact. Even small, simple actions like those can have a beneficial impact on the creatures around us, on the world around us. But that's not where it ends. Because positive actions like that don't only have a positive impact on just the creatures around us, but also on the world at large, which includes us humans too. 
So doing your part not only helps nature and wildlife, it also helps you. What we do does impact the world, whether we can see the impact or not. So you absolutely can and should do something to make the world a better place. We are all connected after all, and what affects the seas, the forests and the animals affects us too. Now, before we call it a day, and here is something for you to try right now. Think about ways in which you can do your part in cutting down pollution. What can you do today and this week to cut down pollution? No action is too small. Whatever you can do, no matter how small, can help. Remember, everything we do has an impact on this beautiful planet of ours. And whatever you throw out affects the world, whether you can see the effect or not. The more we can do to reduce pollution, the more the situation will improve. And it all starts right where you are. You, then, are the epicenter of it all. Start with you, and the world can become a less polluted and a better world. Not just for us and nature, but also for our future generations. Do your part.